Hello everybody, my name is Evan Bolliger. And I'm Sam Edwards. And welcome to the Around the Diamond podcast. We've got a lot of news this week. Mm-hmm. We need to get into it. Finally. Yeah, finally. It's been a terrible, long, painful offseason. Yep. But we have some action, we have spring training games, so let's get into it. First of all, to just this morning, Aaron Hicks signed a seven-year, $70 million extension with the Yankees yeah. through his age 36 season. Yeah, I was surprised. He brings a lot of value defensively as a cannon, and he's definitely improved as a hitter. Yep. He hit like 250, but he had almost 30 home runs. So yeah. Cheap bargain deal for the Yankees, who struck out on a few big names earlier this offseason. Yeah. Anyways, further notes. Um, Bryce Harper, I think we're finally narrowing down where he's going to finally go. We thought it was guaranteed lockdown Philly. We we heard the owner wasn't leaving. Apparently, that was never the case, and he left Las Vegas. Yeah, so now it's just down to the Phillies, Giants, and Dodgers, and it should uh, finish up by the end of this week. Uh, so hopefully by next podcast, we'll have we'll have some news. Uh, if, I, if I know, if I know this podcast, it'll probably come out tomorrow and... We'll just have to, you know, talk about it next week. But, yeah, uh, most likely. Right. <laughs> Another deal's getting signed today. Bud Black, the manager of the Colorado Rockies, signed a three-year extension. Did a great job last year as their manager. Got them into the playoffs, and they won the wild card game over the Cubs. Yep. So, good to see him back. Everybody in the business seems to think he's a great guy and a good coach. So, good for Bud Black. Yeah, and uh, Marwin Gonzalez, who was with the Astros this past year, signed a two-year, $21 million contract with the Minnesota Twins. Um, the Twins just added in a guy they can throw anywhere they want. He's a decent hitter, um, especially for how many positions he plays, and I think he'll be good, uh, a good utility guy for them on a team that is looking better every day. You know, we've been high on them uh, in the past couple podcasts, but... Uh, I think we're just going to continue to be high on them because they, they just keep adding. It's nice yeah. to see. Last but certainly not least, a big name signed. Manny Machado to the San Diego Padres. Ten years, $300 million, mm-hmm. The biggest free agency signing, I think, in American sports. Ever, history, yeah. Not just baseball. Um, yep. So we'll see what the Padres do. They've got a lot of prospects. they yeah. got Eric Hosmer. Hopefully he bounces back this year. Mm-hmm. Machado at third, back where he belongs, playing yep. amazing defense. Yep. It's going to be really fun to see the NL West. It definitely puts them above the Giants now. Yeah, oh, definitely. I Yeah, I don't know how much it propels them, but once their young guys start coming up, their young pitchers, if, if they can get a couple of those guys to actually turn into gems, that would be huge for them and huge for them in, say, say they start competing in two years maybe, fully like top yeah. of the division, challenging the Dodgers. That would be good to see. Yeah, and they might even add Dallas Keuchel still. Yep. We'll yep. see what happens. Everything with Keuchel seems to be still preliminary talks, no matter what team. But yeah, Padres do have interests. Mm-hmm. That would definitely help their rotation in mm-hmm. the present. I, I like see. I like this deal for the Padres. Yeah. I, I you and I disagreed at the beginning of the offseason that these guys were worth such long contracts. I yeah. think him and Harper will both be good at least for seven years into the contract. Yep. So we'll see what happens. Obviously, it's going to be a long time before we can really judge the contract. Mm-hmm. But I think Manny's going to have a good year. Mm-hmm. going to be an all-star again. Yep. And I think he'll be an all-star six or seven of the years of this contract. Yeah. 
All right, getting into second base, we've got our rankings of the right fielders in Major League Baseball today. Sam, who you got number 10? Number 10, I've got Brandon Nimmo of the New York Mets. Had a quality season, surprisingly good season, um, with a 404 on-base percentage, one of the uh, higher ones among the lower people on my list especially. But yeah, a really high on-base, decent fielding, hit 17 bombs, nine stolen bases, which is all right for the position, but not great in general. But yeah, hit 263, 483 uh, slugging percentage, 886 OPS, definitely made to my top 10. Who you got? I've got Nemo at number 10 as well. Okay. He had the second best on-base percentage of everyone. Yeah. He had a better one than Yelich, Judge, or Harper. So yep. definitely a top 10 player. He's decent defensively, not great. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, Nemo played really well, and he should grow as a player. He's still pretty young, so mm-hmm. we'll see what he's able to do this year. Yeah. No, definitely agree. Um, number nine, I have Steven Piscotti. Um, and I know you like him a little bit more than I do, but uh, yeah, 27 bombs, 88 RBIs, 78 runs. Decent player, not a great OPS at 821, but it, and especially it, it was it was like cutting hairs here with the last like three three people. It was very tough for me to decipher, you know, who I really think is better. But uh, yeah, I got Stephen Piscotti right there. Who you got? I've got Yasiel Puig, Wild Horse. I can't stand the guy. <laughs> So it's a little hard for I mean, I, I think I'll probably like him more when he's in Cincinnati because he won't be covered nearly as much. That's true. And that I is true. I don't see the antics as much. Yeah. I don't even care about the licking the bat, but. He's just a fun guy to watch. after a walk, it's just not for me. But he, he, uh, he's a decent defender, has a great arm. Yep. It's really exciting on the base path. Yep. 15 steals, mm-hmm. hit 20 with three homers, and slugged 494 with a 267 average. So. Again, he's a decent player. Most of the guys in the, like, the back four or five at this it's not a very deep position. No. So, Puig's decent. I've got him number nine. Yeah. It's like great at the top, and then it just goes Yeah. okay. You know. Um, number eight, I got uh, Gregory Polanco of the Pittsburgh Pirates. I think he'll have a better season than he did this last year. I think he had a little bit of a down season. 254 average, not great. Uh, 340 on base and a 499 slugging, um, which is decent. 839 OPS, which is, you know, not bad for the position. Above average in general. 23 bombs, 81 RBIs. Decent player, you know? I, I think he'll just get better. My number eight is Nick Markakis. Won the gold glove in the NL. The NL doesn't have any great defenders in the right field. Yeah. But he was still rated better than a lot of people mm-hmm. defensively. At a 1.4 UZR, if we wanted to get into advanced stats. Yeah. We're not gonna. <laughs> so, Marquegas, good defender, hit 297, mm-hmm. and had 78 runs, 93 RBIs. Not a lot of power or speed, but he gets on base, and he's just a very well-rounded player. So, I felt that he deserved to be number eight. Yeah, I didn't feel like he deserved that. Um, so yeah, I feel I mean, like his average was only... Forty points higher than Polanco's. Yeah, but you look. But you look at that. A lot more runs and ribbies. Yeah, but he's a better defender. How many how many RBIs did he have? He had ninety three. Ninety three. Okay, so Polanco had eighty one. Awesome. You asked that like he was gonna have sixty. I asked it. Your guy, I asked it because I was curious. Okay. Yeah, you didn't do the research. He had a 490. Polanco had a 499 slugging percentage. You didn't even look up Marquez. What did Marquez had four? 440 slugging? 
that's 50 points. That's a smaller difference than their averages. Yeah, but what's his on base? 366. 366, and Polanco has a 340. So that's 20, 20 points of difference. I'm taking on base over average, but in, there's 20, 20 points of difference right there, and slugging is 50 points in favor of Polanco. I'm taking Polanco. Blanco's also not a good defender at all. He'll get better every year. <laughs> <laughs> he's not even young. He is, he's, he's not old. He's not 30 yet. He's like 28. Okay. He's hitting his prime. His defense is getting better. Yeah, maybe his defense could just stay where it is, but it's not like it's horrible. It's worse than Marquez. It's true. But give, give, me the, give me the power. 12 stolen bases. Seven. Number seven. <laughs> I got Yasiel Puig. Yeah, licking the bat. I love it. He's a great player. Seven, I've got Steven Piscotty. He's an average defender at best. Yeah. But hit 27 homers. You already went down most of his stats. Yeah. He's a great hitter. He's mm-hmm. he's still pretty young himself. Mm-hmm. That was really his breakout year, and I expect him to be solid for the athletics. Yeah. Going yep. forward, too. If he can get his on base a little bit higher, that would be... That would be awesome. <laughs> Number six, I have Nick Castellanos from the Detroit Tigers. They should have traded him already, but anyways. Um, he's a good player, very good offensively. 23 bombs, 89 RBIs, 88 runs, 298 average, 354 on base, and a 500 slugging. Very good player, um, and I think he definitely deserves to be in this spot. Not great defensively, though, either. He used to be at third base, and now he's in right field. He just He's, he's not great defensively, but... Uh, Great player, and I got to give him to him for his bat. I have Nick Castellanos at six as well. He's a really good hitter. We'll see if the Tigers trade him. Mm-hmm. They should. They do. I'm probably gonna say the Royals finish ahead of them. Mm. But he's a huge bat for them. Yeah. Terrible defensively. Mm-hmm. But honestly, not the worst at this position. Not even the worst on this list. Yeah. So. He's definitely a top six player. Mm-hmm. Just just from being as good of a hitter as he is. Yeah. Who do you got number five? Five, we got Mitch Hanniger. He's probably the second best defender on my list after Mookie Betts. Yeah. Um, he's a really good hitter as well. Kind of had a breakout year. 285 average. Had a 6.1 war. 90 runs and 90 RBIs. 26 homers. And 8 steals, which isn't really a lot, but for a guy that at a position that doesn't give a lot of steals. It's right. a nice bonus. Yeah, yeah, great player. I also have him number five. Really like him for the Mariners. All right, number four, I've got Bryce Harper. Had a down year for a guy like Bryce Harper. Yep. Played terrible defense, as always. He's kind of a big guy for a right fielder. Yeah. But he still slugged 496. Mm-hmm. Hit had 103 runs, 100 RBIs, 34 homers, 13 steals. So he still gets it done on offense, but yep. the 249 average kills it for me. I realize he still drew a lot of walks. Mm-hmm. He had a good OBP, but that average is just trash, especially for a guy asking for 320 million. Yeah, I I have a uh, Harper my number four. Who you got number three? Number three, I've got Aaron Judge. He missed some time this year, but his numbers were still pretty good. Had a 278 average, 528 slugging percentage, still had a 5.5 war, and he hit 27 bombs, which he's obviously going to hit more if he plays a full year. 
He's a really great hitter, and he's a surprisingly good defender. He was the runner-up to Mookie Betts for the AL Gold Glove. Yeah. So he's definitely a top three right yep. fielder. I agree. He's my number three as well. Uh, I got nothing to add. He's a great player. Better defensively than I thought he would be, especially as a young guy. Um, number two, I have Christian Yelich, the NL MVP for the Milwaukee Brewers. Great trade. I thought it was a great trade last year, but man, did I I, I didn't think he was going to win the MVP going into it. Great player, great season. Decent off, decent defensively. Not great though, from what I no, from what I not, saw. He's not very good. But his hitting. Right. He's a better left fielder than right. Yep. His hitting was just off the charts, though. 326 average, 402 on base, 598 slugging percentage. That's unheard of. Ridiculous 1,000 OPS. Yeah, he's really good. The 598 is absurd. 118 runs, 110 RBIs. Yeah. 36 homers. Yep. 22 steals, too. Yeah. He's insane. And, yeah, the 598 slugging... Is unheard of. Yeah. But not as unheard of as the slugging percentage of my number one and everybody's number one. Yep. Mookie Betts. Yeah. The AL MVP. Yep. Right field for the Boston Red Sox, your world champions. Mm-hmm. There's a reason they're world champions. Mookie hit 346, had a 10.9 war, which is insane. Yeah. Scored 129 runs. Yep. Hit 32 homers and had 30 steals and won the gold glove. The dude's insane. He was far and away the best defender on in right field. Oh yeah. So maybe the best there's, defensive player. There's no one player. better than him in baseball besides Mike Trout. That I'm yeah I'm I'm with you there and I might put Mookie above him just for one year above Trout as the best player. I mean Trout does play center but I mean Mookie just had an amazing season. And he amazing. plays a really tough right field in Fenway. Yeah right pretty big. People don't like left field at Fenway with the monster. It's hard to learn, but that's harder to play than, or easier to play than right field at Fenway. Yeah, a lot less ground to cover in left field. Yeah, and that, that that'll be uh, that'll be second base. All right, let's get into third base. We've got our AL West predictions. Really powerful division. Yeah. Astros won it last year. Mm-hmm. The A's got into the playoffs in the wild card. Yep. Lost to the Yankees. Yep. So it's a strong division at the top. Not the deepest division by any means. That would probably be the NL Central. But yeah. It's a good one. So who you got number five? Number five, I have the Seattle Mariners. They had a decent season this past year, but traded away James Paxton, lost Nelson Cruz, lost Robinson Cano, lost Edwin Diaz. They lost a lot of key players, and I think they're I, I think they're going towards the bottom. They still have a decent outfield with Domingo Santana, Alex Smith. They got Matt Smith, which is, you know, that's that's a plus. He's underrated. I don't know how much he'll continue what he did this past season, but I think he'll be a decent player. Right field, they still have Mitch Haniger, which we talked about earlier. Really good player. Who you got, number five? It's an absolute travesty <laughs> that you think the Texas Rangers are better than the Mariners. Texas Rangers will do nothing but hit home runs. Joey Gallo, no more Mazzara. They're going to crank home runs. Same with Rudnett Odor. Mm-hmm. But after that, I mean, they have no depth. They're not a, They're not going to get on base a lot. Name two starting pitchers for the Texas Rangers. I, I can't. Their rotation sucks. Yeah. So you're, you're putting them above the Mariners not knowing anyone in their rotation besides Mike Miner? Yeah. I think that's a little foolish. 
Yeah, it could they be. They have two good bullpen pieces, Jesse Chavez mm-hmm. and Jose Leclerc. Yep. They might trade one or two or one or both of those guys. Yeah. Because they're going to be fifth place. Yeah. They're going to be terrible. They could be. Um, I'm banking on their offense. I think their offense is going to be a decent, a decent group of people. Well, no. But and they'll have a bottom seven rotation. Sure. So. I don't think the Mariners are going to be much better though. The Mariners are definitely going to be better. Their offense. You got Sinsu Chu, who can only play defense, but or sorry, DH. But he'll he'll still be decent at hitting. He still has a decent on base. We'll be all right at hitting. Joey Gallo, yeah, he just crushes homers, but you still consider him in fantasy every year, don't you? Um, no. Second base, Rugnet Ador, I do. I think he's a decent player. Um, and I think 38 bombs, like it's, yeah, he'll hit crap, but I think he'll still be decent. Shortstop, you got Andrews. But I, I don't think he'll play a whole season. Yeah, he could not. He's, he's, he's a pretty good player when he's healthy, though. Yeah. All right, who do you have next? Number four, Number I have four. the Anaheim Los Angeles Angels. Yeah. They have Mike Trout. Mm-hmm. They have a really good outfield of Trout, Upton, and Cole Calhoun. Yep. They have sort of Shohei Otani. He'll be hitting. I don't know if he's going to pitch at all he's not. this season. He'll probably get injured while hitting because the Angels are rushing him back. He, he hit last season. Yeah, I think that was a mistake, too. They're begging for an injury. but whatever. They are, but he hit really well. Zach Kozart had a terrible season. He did. Their second base and first baseman are going to be Tommy LaStella and Justin Bohr, which normally would be two good pieces, but they're not good everyday starters. They're good depth pieces. Yeah, I think they'll be playing Pujols uh, against lefties mm. for Bohr, which will be yeah, a decent Pujols combo. Yeah, will play first. With Otani at DH, if yep. he's playing, but yep. Andrewton Simmons doesn't give you a lot of power, but he's really a good great player. defensive player, yep. and he's good at the other aspects of offense. Yeah, Their bullpen had just under a 4 ERA last year. They had Cody Allen, but I really think that the guys they had overachieved. Yeah. So I don't believe in their bullpen much, and I don't believe in their starters really at all. Tyler Skaggs had like a 4 ERA. The only guy that they have that had under a four was Trevor Cahill, who overachieved with MD6. So, yeah, the Angels, I, I don't like what they're doing. I think they should trade Mike Trout. You can't trade Mike Trout. You just can't. The only reason I don't think they can is because nobody would even know what to begin with to give them because it would be such a huge trade package. But they should be moving on because he's going to leave. I think they still have a decent roster. I don't think they'll make the playoffs, though. So in that case, sure, maybe you should trade Trout. I don't know. I don't think they're going to make the playoffs, but they're, they're my number three pick. And I have the uh, Rangers number four. I just don't uh, don't think they're any better. I, I think they're better than the Mariners, but not by much. I think it's going to be close at the bottom of the division. And I have the Angels number three. So who do you got number three? Number three, I've got the Mariners. I really thought everyone... Every position in the standings was clear-cut except for three and four. Yeah. So I really just compared the Mariners and Angels. I think the Mariners' rotation is better. Kikuchi, they got from over from Japan. I think he's going to have a great year. Marco Gonzalez is young and improving. He had a four ERA last year, so yeah. he's to get in the threes. I don't think Justice so. Sheffield is getting called up at some point in the year for sure. Yeah. Felix Hernandez is not going to be good, but... He might be their worst starter, so that's yeah. not terrible. Wade LeBlanc had a great year at a 372, mm. and Mike Leak had a 436 ERA. Mike Leak had a 436 ERA, so they're all decent. 
The bullpen took a step back. They added Anthony Swarzak and Hunter Strickland. They'll lose Evan Diaz and Alex Colomay. Yeah. So the bullpen's not great, but like I said, I don't like the Angel bullpen either, so it's kind of a wash. You sure? But, but then the lineups, Ryan Healy was surprisingly really good last year. Yeah. D. Gordon is moving back to second with Cano gone. Yeah. It's a natural position where he thrives. Mm-hmm. Kyle Seager, I think, will have a lot better year than last year. Still not great. They got J.P. Crawford at shortstop, which is he's not a great hitter, but he's a young prospect who they hope will pan out. Yeah. Um, then you got Jay Bruce at DH, and out, I love their outfield of Malik Smith, Mitch Hanniger, and Domingo Santana. I think Santana will thrive. Malik Smith will give them 40 steals. They're going to be really good, and they still have Edwin Encarnacion, who I think they're trying to trade, but so we don't know what they're going to get for him, but that'll be another contributor somewhere. Who you got number two? No one in the Angels rotation is going to have better than a 4 ERA. Who do you have at number two? They will. Number two is clear-cut. It's the Oakland A's. Yeah. I think they're going to take a step back. Their rotation was pretty glued together last yeah. year. Mm-hmm. And they lose Sean Manaya, who was their best pitcher. That is true. They get, at some point, they're getting Jarrell Cotton back, who should be good. But besides that, you got Marco Estrada, Mike Fires, really, no, really nothing. Yeah. Maybe, maybe they call up a couple of their top prospects, but... Yeah, they're still good enough in the lineup, though. They're stacked. They got Matt Olson, Stephen Piscotty, who we talked about, Matt Chapman, Marcus Semyon, Chris Davis at DH, who just mashes. So they have a great offense. They lost Jonathan Lucroy, lost Jed Lowry, but I still expect them to be pretty good. Yeah, yeah, I have them number two. Number one, I think we both have the Houston Astros. They're going to vie for a World Series title again. Very good team. I think they're the second best team in the in the league, right behind the Red Sox at this point. I think they might be the third best now, and I, I hate to say this, but I think the Yankees are number two. Yeah, I like the Astros. Off. Their rotation, I, I think, is actually. Mm. I think their rotation is better for the regular season, but the Astros is better for the postseason. Yeah, they've got a better top three. Yeah, the Astros have and a better top three. Josh James and Forrest Whitley. Will be very interesting to see how they fit in. Yeah, if they oh, yeah, step up. Verlander is winning against any starter from the Yankees. Yep. They, they're the guys that they're looking for big performances for. They just haven't gotten it so far in the playoffs. Yeah. So unless James Paxton is the guy to step up, the Yankees are in trouble. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, they, they, I mean, they're probably looking at the wild card. You know, they, they, you hate to see that. You know, you do. It really sucks. All right, round in third and heading home. We've got time for one question. What are you expecting from the 2019 Padres now that they've added Manny Machado? I think I think they're definitely beating the Giants, and I thought that before they got Machado. I think I think they'll challenge the the Rockies a little bit. I still like the Rockies roster a lot more. Um, no way, not this year. I think they're going to challenge. They, they them. can beat the Diamondbacks. Oh yeah. But they're not getting the second in the division, no way. I don't think they're getting the second, but I think they can challenge at least. They'll they'll put a you know, if the rotation is okay. Even if it's okay, I don't see it competing them competing with the Rockies. I think they'll finish close with the Diamondbacks. Yeah. So that would be three and four. Yeah. They definitely have them over the Giants now. Big signing with Machado and they might get Keiko, but yeah, I still expect a very vanilla year from them. Very mediocre. So hopefully 
they got a couple prospects to get in there, get experience, and be ready for their push in a year or two. Yeah, I yeah, I agree with that. I agree. All right, well, that's everything we have today. Thank you for listening. As always, follow us at Around Pod on Twitter, at Around the Diamond Pod on Instagram. Thank you for your time. Yeah. We hope to see you next time on Around the Diamond.